good with you, chilling, man. You good, man? I'm good, man. How you, you doing? I'm good. This is the uh, I want to give a special shout out. Actually, I know she probably don't listen to the podcast, but I want to give a shout out to my niece, Sana. She, uh, I believe, she committed to Howard University, and this is now uh, mid May, and this is quote unquote graduation time for high schoolers people in college and things like that do you ever feel any type of way whenever graduation season comes does it bring back memories for you Chen? Mm. okay <laughs> <laughs> um cool yeah man how you been man i've been good uh cool have you uh oh have you seen that new doc it's which one the, it's the highs in the streets man yeah, man, man, I seen I seen a couple of people selling down the block where I live, man. No, you okay? Up in uh, Upper Fells, you know. Okay. Up in the, it's called uh, WeWork. WeWork. Uh, how the the rise and fall of a multi million dollar company? Oh, billion. billion dollar company. Billion dollar company, not billion. <laughs> uh, you see it? I saw it. If you haven't seen it, we're gonna talk about. We work. That's on Hulu. If you don't want to hear spoilers, keep listening. Not because we're not going to do spoilers. It's because I want you to keep listening. You feel me? So yeah, man. It was a it was a cool little doc. You have any thoughts? Any anything that jumped out? I am confused, and maybe you can help me with this. Somebody said it in a documentary. That WeWork was basically just a business of smoking mirrors, basically. Like, it, it basically wasn't, even though it's a real company, it, it basically was not uh, a real company in the sense of worth that much, a billion. Mm. Martin, I think it was as high as, was it over $7 billion? Mm. Do you believe WeWork was a real company? Or was it like a smoking mirrors company? I think it was a r- real company. You think so? Yeah, I don't know that it was making money, though. So it depends on what you mean by a real company. Does a real company need to be profitable? Or do they need to just be selling stuff? I would think... Oh, actually, that's a good question. Because they were definitely selling rooms out. That was We Live, I think it was called, or something like that. Or No, I mean, even for companies. Like they were selling out spaces. spaces. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. That's actually a good question. I... I I think the reason why they call it a fake company is because it does it have something to do with like them not being public, them always being a private company and them not going public. I mean, most of these new companies nowadays are uh, private. You know, mm. they they don't go public like Facebook. I don't know. I forgot what Facebook twenty thirteen went went public, twenty twelve. Mm. So a lot of these companies don't go public right away. So I don't think that's weird. I think maybe uh, the only thing that was probably weird is the evaluation of the company. Like it probably wasn't supposed to be forty billion dollars. I thought it was like sixteen, but forty billion. And it might not even been sixteen. So I think that was the only thing that is like might have been smoke and mirrors. But as far as like a business, I mean, Amazon wasn't profitable for the longest. Facebook, mm-hmm. all these companies are not profitable for the longest yeah um and it's kind of hard to really 
give an evaluation of a company that's growing because a lot of times people are evaluating it based off of what they believe it's going to be worth mm. versus like what's it what's worth now you know yeah so yes yeah, it's uh so i don't know i, I don't know if i would call it a smoke and mirrors versus a, a actual company one thing that stood out to me in a documentary was they build they build uh uh for a lack of better term a work-friendly environment in the sense of uh you have you rent out this or lease out this office space right and there's they build a community around everyone who works there mm. so there's a we work and then they have rental properties where you can like live like in apartment spaces i think that's called we live i think so and everybody basically communicate with each other only it seemed like mm. right and from the outside looking in, I would think, oh, there's nothing wrong with that, you know, until one guy was interviewed and he, he was like, when he brought somebody in to like a rework seminar, he was like, hey, is this a cult? Right. How, how did we get there? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, how did we get from, hey, this is a good working environment. We all do things together. We work together. We hang out together to. Is this a cult? Like, what's that thin line right there? I don't know. Did like you think we were was a cult? Yeah, but I mean, what's what's a cult? I mean, okay, let me not say that. I don't want to be with that guy, but it's like any type of community, they all got their little quirks, you know. Yeah. Like you go to the chess club, you know, they probably talking all this like chess slang and. I guess the only I guess the only real thing is having that one person that everybody respects a little mm, too much. I guess that would make it, it cultish. Might, that might be the little special ingredient that, you know, makes it a cult. But you know, if you have a community of people like you ever see those EDM parties? Yeah. To right. where it's like it's just one DJ and everybody just going off. Yeah, everybody got the colorful joints mm-hmm. and you know, the rainbow this and dog hair that. Like, it's a little, it's not your average, like, you don't see that just, you know, walking down the street. Yeah. I think it's the same thing. It's like, you see these people, and everybody's doing all these weird things, and you, you, you're you not used to it, but I think the thing that stands out is having that one person that's like, and then it's all like, I don't know. I, I, I can't really speak to, like, why. We could identify certain cult, certain things as cults, uh-huh. and other things as, you know, because people that are in it don't see it as a cult. I mean, that's usually with every cult, though. Yeah. So it's like, how do you know you're in a cult or not? Because it doesn't feel like a cult when you're in it. I think it goes back to how you view that one guy, how you view the leader. Mm. Is is that's how you know you're in a cult. Mm. If you view that guy or, or that person more than a leader and 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 you view that person like a savior, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you had people out there that said like in the documentary, one lady was like, I moved to New York and my life changed immediately. Mm. I felt like I had I felt like he gave me purpose and he gave me like something to live for. Lady, you in a cult. Run. You get what I'm saying, sir? You in a cult. Get out of there. You get what I'm saying? Be- but I'm saying when you're building a company or building a workplace or building a community from the ground up, 
I don't know how not to feel that way if you're building it from the ground up. What do you mean? Like, there's some type of, um, what's the word? If we're building, quote unquote, we're building this podcast or something, right? Mm-hmm. And we bring somebody in. We bring Samantha in. I don't know who Samantha is, but we bring Samantha in. Samantha, we need you to join the podcast and things like that. And we blow up, right? She will feel like, hey, my life changed mm-hmm. being on this podcast. Because I was there from the ground up. I helped build it. It gave me drive. It gave me a reason to. Uh, this is what people say. Live? I don't want to go as far as live. <laughs> okay. That's, but that's the line that you have to cross. That's the, li- that's, that's the line. That's that blurred line right there. It's not a blurred line. This is a very. <laughs> if you say. If Samantha came in here and said, y'all gave me a, per- a reason to live. Like, all right, Samantha, you got to get fired. You're not, listen here, you're, you're not firing Samantha because, because, listen, I know you. If if Samantha was to come in here and say, y'all gave me a perfect deli-, you just go sit there and be like, okay. You're not going to take it to, yeah, like, you're, right. you're not going to take it to heart. But that's weird, though. It's I, not, but but that's a cult. And then we got we got to examine ourselves, like, <laughs> are we creating I'm, a cult? I'm not trying to create a cult. I'm trying to create a culture. I think, but you to your point though I think a lot of companies they the reason why she felt like that because a lot of companies said that we're going to change the world mm. we're going to make the world a better place I always say whoever say go change the world that most likely he's a cult leader but go ahead I mean but you you know Facebook has that same memo you got Google saying the same thing Apple all these okay. people say these things about and you know Apple is kind of like cultish you know the, even the consumers to a point like if you know those diehard Apple people, they got Apple everywhere. They got mm-hmm. Apple TV, Apple, Apple chair. Like they got too much. So it's like these companies. What they do is like they they give people purpose, mm-hmm. and then uh, that's supposed to drive them a little bit more you to know? basically build to help them to help them build, make money, whatever you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think you know the people in the organization as you know like. Mark Zuckerberg, I think he believes that he's really changing the world. So mm-hmm. I, I don't want to say like he's just doing it for money. But I think that's the other ingredient. Like, give them a purpose that's bigger than life. Mm-hmm. And when you have that, it's like people, you know, people might take it a little too far. Like Shorty, who said, you know, when she came to New York, her life changed and she found purpose and a reason to live. And now she don't know what to do with her life. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that's what she said. <laughs> Let's talk about WeWork now. Let's get it. Let's get it to the movie. What do you think about Adam Newman? That's the, the founder, CEO of WeWork. What was special about him? One thing I, I there's this one uh, story or not story, maybe a story, um, that they told in the doc mm-hmm. where he was about to throw his first event, and that's the level of confidence I'm trying to get to. Help me. Where the guy said uh, he wants to do with Adam, he was like, I want to do this, I want to do that, I want this event to look like this, I want to have this. And then the event plan was like, But your budget says you can't do it. Mm. Adam was like, Well, if you rock with me, trust me, there's going to be many more events and the money will be there. Mm. Having that type of confidence in one, your business, and then two, like the fact that you could say that to somebody who's yeah. not even like 
He don't know you from nowhere. Uh-huh. And then for that to exude, it's not only the fact that he said it, because people, because you can say anything, people, is the it's if they believe you, yeah, if that that's really gonna matter. And the fact that he can do that and that confidence can do to that event plan, that event plan would be like, okay, there's something about this guy. I think that right there was telling. It was like, is this the type of person that gets stuff done? Someone that could say something and then make it and then make people believe that it's going to happen? Like, is that the type of leader that ends up being maybe a cult leader, but mm-hmm. also ends up being able to get to a $40 billion evaluation i don't know so off top from that experience from that experience that we saw on we work we saw that uh adam was uh what's the word um i don't want to call it risky he was very confident mm-hmm. not cocky no uh, i mean it happened i mean so it's, it's cocky until it's proven right i guess i think cocky is there's no like cocky is more like an arrogance about you. Okay. I mean, there's there's an arrogance to what he did, but I don't think he was being arrogant at that moment. I don't think it was arrogance. I think it was confident. I go with you. It was confident. One thing that stuck out to me about Adam was he was also persistent, right? Like this wasn't his first company that he tried. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? Now, there's a lot of things that happened in uh, his life in the uh, documentary that were just pure luck. <laughs> like, probably like 70% of it was pure luck. You know what I mean? Um, one thing that happened in the in the documentary that really stood out to me was everybody kept calling him charismatic. Charismatic. He had like charisma. You know what I mean? As a leader... Do you need charisma to get things done? No. I think you do. I think so. Is Bill Gates charismatic? He may be. Because to me, to me, Adam wasn't, he wasn't charismatic to me. See, to me, he was. How so? The man, the man walked in. Like, like to me, he was more awkward than charismatic. I mean, you don't have to be confident. Elon Musk is charismatic. Mark Zuckerberg is not charismatic. Mark Zuckerberg is not charismatic at yeah, all. I don't think anybody would say like Mark Zuckerberg is charismatic. Uh huh. But I mean, I think I think it goes back to the confidence. I think the confidence stands out to me more so than the charismatic. Like the fact that you, like the fact, like there's there's another scene that that um stands out when they I think when they bought their first building. Uh huh. And he was like, "It's gonna be glass." doors here there's gonna be glass doors here there's gonna be i'm like if i'm one of those first employees i'm looking at this guy like how you don't got that type of bread like uh. how you, you just gonna put glass doors you just gonna redo this whole place and he's like yeah and people gonna buy it how how you know so he's a visionary it's not only a visionary it's the fact that he, and i think this is key to like a, making a business or doing business, I don't think it's really the work ethic, but the fearlessness. Okay. The fact that you feel like you could do it. I think that's that's key. I think and 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 he and and one thing that he kept showing over and over again is like 
anything's possible. We live, we we work, work, we grow, we grow. It's like he 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 was like, I'm gonna try, it. I'm gonna do it. Uh-huh. I mean, I, I you know everything in life needs balance, so he was on too much of the other side, but. The fact that he was just doing things, I think that's what made him successful. The fact that he was like, yeah, we're just going to try it. Everybody else, all the other real estate investors that have been around for years, never thought about this idea. They even, they was looking at this guy like. But I I, I wouldn't say they didn't think about it because they said that when I think he presented it differently than what it was because there was companies before we worked mm, that tried it. that that was doing it but like it wasn't presented in the way that um we work was because we work was preaching community mm. do you get what i'm saying compared to like hey we we're really in like if we were to be objective they were just selling office spaces mm-hmm. you get what i'm saying but he wasn't selling office spaces he was selling a uh not a lifestyle a work style. He was selling a story. Yeah. Selling a, 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 what do they call it? Um, a dream. So, all these traits that made him, you said fearless, a visionary. And I think selling a dream is also. Selling a, a great salesman, a, a, a confident. How did he fail? How, he, how can someone who built a business, quote unquote, to be worth $40 billion dollars plus or so failed if he had all those good qualities what what went wrong with adam i think fear is needed i think one one thing that elon musk says is that failure you said yeah okay no no uh fear fear is needed where fear came from uh i'll get to it okay one thing that Elon Musk said, uh, you know, when having his three companies, Solar, um, Solar City, uh, SpaceX, and then Tesla, and somebody asked him like, like how do you do it? And he said, I don't recommend anybody does do this. Mm. He's like, I, you know, I always feel like my business is going to fail at any moment. Like, he, he, and he says that he's like in two thousand eight, he thought he was going to lose it all, like. He really thought he was gonna lose everything. He was like, "I'm, I'm surprised that the business is still around now." Like, really? And I think you need that type of that fear to hold you back. I think Adam's problem was he didn't have that fear. Mm. He was like, "Oh, this the money gonna keep growing. We just gonna keep growing." And a lot of people do that. Groupon was like that. Groupon just kept growing, going all over the place. Mm, I forgot about and Groupon. You, and you don't. And if you don't have that fear of we could lose it all. You don't take the necessary steps to mitigate the risk. And I think that's what happened. You need you need fear. Like you you should be fearless, but I won't even say fearless. You should be courageous. <laughs> Basically, like still feel fear, but but be courageous either yeah, way. And still do it. But understand, like okay, what's the what's the prop what's the probability of this failing? Is it gonna fail? Is it not gonna fail? How could we not? What's the steps that we could take for it not to fail? And I don't think he took those steps. I think he was creating companies before, and then and then doing launch dates before the building was even <laughs> ready. It's like these are not these are not you know methods and and, and practices of somebody who's strategic and and, and like a, a, a perfectionist and, and executor. Mm. One of my favorite scenes in a documentary, which uh, which you laughed at before you actually. Uh, 
saw it. He was with some uh, big guy from SoftBank, right? And he had this presentation set out for him, and 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 the SoftBank guy was running late. He he ran four hours late to this presentation, and when he gets there, he says, "Sorry, Adam, I'm late, but I only got twelve minutes." So Adam has this big pre. He had this whole thing. That he wants to present, but he got to do it in 12 minutes. 12 minutes go by. The guy says, hey, I got to go. Right. The guy about to leave and he said, but Adam, you could come with me to my next appointment. So Adam grabs his iPad and they get into the uh, SoftBank guy's uh, vehicle. And Adam begins to continue the presentation in the vehicle. The guy cuts him off and he says, listen, Adam. I don't want to hear the presentation. I need he he gave him a check for four billion dollars. It was a check of four billion dollars, and he told him, "Go crazy." Right, that happened like in the middle of the documentary, and from that point, Adam went crazy. With to your point about starting businesses, just believing that it can just pop off without really executing, pinpointing things. What was your thought about that moment? Do you have to be crazy to be successful? I think to a certain degree. Um, and what do go and what do go crazy mean, really? To be honest with you, I, I thought he was already. I already thought he'd gone crazy before he, he even got that that check. So I, I would even say like that check just you know emphasized what he was already doing. Mm-hmm. I think even we work is a crazy idea, you know. Like we live is a crazy idea. I think he had all those before that that check. But to 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 your point about you know go crazy, I think it's just you know try as much as as anything that's possible, anything that you think of. I know with a life coach that I have, she was telling me how like you know when we was planning out my five year plan, she said. Think of the craziest ideas mm. that you want to have. Like the, you know, things that you really want, though. And don't just think that just like, oh, I'll, you know, I want to do bungee jumping or not bungee jumping. I want to ride on a unicycle or something. Like, things that you actually want to do. Think, like, what's possible in the next five years? Or, like, you know, it, we was thinking about um, things like uh, what, what are some uh, ways to, um, I guess, write down notes? Okay, and you know she was like, um, maybe every time you you know you you need to do something, you just write in your hand, or every time you 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 think of something, you just text it to somebody, or you know you you uh you know tell Siri, and so it's like thinking outside the box, and I think just going crazy, it kind of, it's kind of gives you that freedom to think outside the box. What is something that people would say? can't happen and you're like uh, let's try mm. but I don't think it you know I, I think that particular guy was already crazy and you and there's one part though that I wanted to mention about that story before he gave him a check he was like if a smart guy and a crazy oh, guy I forgot, I forgot that part yeah, he was like a smart guy and crazy guy got into a fight who wins and Adam says the crazy guy and that's when he wrote him the track and he's like, go crazy. Now I've been thinking about that 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 um that analogy. That analogy. I, I wonder, do you do you agree with that? 
I don't know if I agree with it. I know what my answer would have been if someone was asking me that. I would have said the smart guy. Mm. Because when I think of crazy, I think of out of control. Yeah. So I would have thought that the smart guy would have been in control. Mm. It would have been able to subdue his opponent because his opponent is quote unquote crazy. crazy. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I guess the way that it was presented, I guess the crazy guy know no limits that he will go as how far as far as they have to mm. to win a fight that's biting, scratching, you know what I mean? So that what I was thinking. I know my answer would have been the smart guy. Yeah, I think I was I would say the smart guy too. Because a smart guy could be smart in any ways, right? I, I guess if you're thinking like book smarts. But if you're thinking about smart fighting, I'd rather have a Floyd who's a genius at fighting than some cracked up, you know, eyes, you know, shooting around like he don't know where he at. Uh-huh. I would pick Floyd every time. I'd pick, I'd pick the best MMA fight every time. So it's like, I'd rather pick somebody who's technical and and, and, and intent and, and intentional about his moves than the person that doesn't know where he's moving. Yeah. So I don't know if I agree with going crazy. I do think you need to have that type of mentality. You got to be a little crazy to step into the ring. Mm. You got to be a little, but you should know what you're doing. True. And I think that's necessary. So I don't think like you should be going crazy without knowing what you're doing. You need to be like, okay. If we do this and we calculate this and put enough gas here, we should be able to get to the moon. That's a crazy idea. Dude. But you need to make sure those calculations are right. You need to know how to do those calculations. You need to know what the materials you need before you just shoot people into the moon. What's the way our billionaires trying to send us out of space? Self-discovery. I think Bezos trying to send us out of space, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's the... Uh, it's a it's a legacy act. Like if you could do it, if you could get people on Mars, you'd be remembered forever. Amazon not enough. Amazon not gonna be remembered forever. You don't think so? What was the biggest company two hundred years ago? I wasn't around two hundred years ago. Exactly. So in two hundred years from now, nobody's gonna remember Amazon. But two hundred years from now, I guess if you get people to the moon or to the Mars, that would be a normality. 200 years from now. It wouldn't be as special. the first person who discovered America? That was 400 years ago. You talk about Christopher Columbus? He's he's the one that people <laughs> claim to know. Yeah, I was about to say. So it's like people who discover things, they are people who was the first people to land. It's like they are known. I mean, uh, Armstrong, you know, I forgot it's uh, Louis Armstrong. Is it Louis Armstrong? Neil Armstrong. I'm about to say it's not Louis. Neil Armstrong, he was the first man on the moon, but because he he it wasn't his mission, they're not gonna give it to him. But if, if Elon Musk or I thought they wasn't gonna give it to him because he was. Well, I mean, they they gave they gave it to him. About but Louis. I'm saying he might not be remembered mm. 400 years from now. He might or he might not. I don't know. But am like. The billionaire Elon Musk was the first man to, or first person to put a man on the on on the on Mars. Mars, he's gonna be remembered like Thomas Edison. That man never he didn't create electricity. 
but he he's known as a man they did because he funded all the businesses he funded all the people to test it out so mm. that makes sense yeah so I, I think it's a legacy act so you go crazy mm. what if you ain't crazy though what if you ain't yeah like what if you're just not crazy well you have, you're gonna have a good life <laughs> <laughs> like, the fact you know what's crazy though talking about being crazy the fact that he still walked away with mad money he walked away with 1.7 billion dollars it's, it's 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 a dirty game so so the question is at the end he still won at the end i'm about to say his company he lost his company but he got a payout of 1.7 billion dollars and then i think just this year or something like that he got like 25 extra million or something like that did he lose no Nope, because when he started, he, he had nothing. And he ended up with $1.7 billion. But then He's again, worse than LeBron. But look, 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 we not go compare him to our NBA black guy. But to someone who, who money is not important to, because you say money is not important to you. In that way, I'm not gonna see 1.7 billion dollars. Oh, no, 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 View it as I walked away with nothing. I don't have my company. I don't have, like, basically his legacy is tarnished. You know, you talking about the legacy of Jeff Bezos and like Elon Musk uh, being remembered forever. He's gonna be remembered for periods of time for all the wrong reasons. No, 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 nobody's gonna remember in ten years from now. I'm just saying when his name come up, if his name come up. Oh, matter of fact, that's probably even worse to him that I'm that I won't be remembered. Yeah, I thought like that before I watched the doc. I don't think he cares. One point seven. Yeah, I don't think he cares. Like he was, he was, he was surfing. When he lost that money, he went surfing. Nobody could find out where he was at when he came back. They it took him what twenty four hours to make that video. But at the end of the movie, you realize that he started another company. Oh, his wife did. Well, they both did. Uh, Soulful. He's worth the pants. I'm just saying, if you was like, hey, I, I got my payout, I'm Gucci. I think that you wouldn't want to get back into this business of, quote unquote, money or, or, or trying to be remembered for something. I don't know. I think. If, and this is how I took it. I, th- I thought that was more so for the wife, because the wife always wanted to do something with kids. That's what you know. They start. We grow. Only thing we grow was his idea. I think that was the wife idea. I think a lot of things was his wife idea. We live. I think that was his idea. But I think if he would have stopped it at we live and kept it with workspaces and live spaces, I think we work still would have been yeah. around. It wasn't until his wife somehow muscled her way to the like. Yeah, we grow was a terrible idea. Co-founder or whatever. It's like. So that's why I thought the little soul, soul glow, or soul grow, soulful, soulful. That's right. The whole soulful was her idea, and he was just like, "All right, you could take some of my money and start it." 
But I don't think he. I, I mean, I don't know. Who, who knows? Maybe he is the, the brainchild of that. But I think he's hiding. He's not. He's not coming out. Because like you had this man that everybody deemed confident, everybody deemed charis- charismatic. Mm-hmm. But then he can't record a video off of reading no cards. And it took him, like, he was a broken man at that time. I don't even think he had, (laughs) I don't even think they got it. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't have it. So. They they weren't able to record because he just stopped. So, in all be all, is his story a success story or no? A success story. (laughs) Success story. He got 1.7. We work is still around. Shout out to all the employees though. They lost they lost their money. They lost. In the documentary you would see, hey, he made them he gave them some equity in the company. Yo, this man could give every single one of them like a hundred thousand dollars and you'd still be a billionaire. <laughs> Jeez. But and, yeah. And the reason why Everybody view him as a failure and they hate him now. It's because he's been preaching we the whole time. Mm. And when it came down to everybody losing their jobs and losing basically their purpose and their destiny, he took the money and skedaddled. Skedaddled. Disappeared. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, y'all should watch it. It's it pretty a good. good. One. It was a good it's pretty good. Good show. A good doc. There was another doc. What doc is this? Seaspiracy. I did watch that. Was it good? It was very good. We gonna die by 2070. They said. <laughs> <laughs> they said the old. They said we keep, if we keep. I forgot the word they use. I'm gonna use raking. Uh, if we keep raking the ocean, uh, it's it basically gonna dry up, which basically means that we ain't gonna be. Um, Alive because there won't be no fish in the ocean by the time we get done getting all that stuff out of there. I ain't gonna lie. Do I, you do you believe in it? I believe in some well, of it, but not all of it. I I ain't watch it, so I, I can't really say. Okay, but I would say I did do my googles. I found uh, a website that was um, disproving. All those things that was on the docking series. Mm-hmm. Found out the person that owns the website is uh, one of those fishing companies. <laughs> he all going to die by 2064. So when I saw that, I was like, oh, yeah, that documentary is serious. It's that documentary is real. It's something as simple as this. They said that plastic is killing the fishes in the water. And it's been proven that plastic kills less than 0.17% of animals in the ocean. It's fishing nets that actually kill the animals in the ocean. Not even the dump and the pollution that, like, you know, like how we've been doing that, like we do. Not even oil. It's the fishing nets. That's crazy. So. Well. Us humans are not good people. Either either the fish is going to kill us, or the fishing industry going to kill us, or the oil industry going to kill us by global warming. But they say we're going to have too much water. 
So one's going to have it's going to dry us up. The other one's going to get us too So hopefully those two cancel each other out. Now it's starting to make sense why Elon Musk trying to go to Mars. Yeah. He, he like, the Earth going to be one big ocean, basically. But the, Mars ain't got no ocean, so I don't know. He's going to die from thirst. But hey, you can live his life over there if he wants. Mm. I still believe, I said this a couple podcasts ago, I do believe that we're not the only entities in the world. Hallelujah. I don't. That's real cocky. It's over a billion stars. I'm a cocky man. A billion planets. To say. Do we know this? That's what science told me. Science could be wrong. Once upon a time, science thought that the earth was the center of the universe. Which is technically true. So, so what's the problem? That the sun is now it doesn't revolve around us like we thought. So, what does the sun do? We revolve around the sun. Okay. But we, every single person, is a center of the universe. It's not a wah. I mean, this is a philosophical question, but because the universe expands, and every point expands with the universe. It's like, You're a scientist. I don't know. I could be wrong in that. Please don't, please don't uh, fact check me. Just go with it. You already know the answer. Just act like I didn't say it. But yeah, man. Hey, man, we gotta get crazy. Well, no, I'm not getting crazy, but I might get a little crazy. You need, I need to get a little confident. Because uh- <laughs> I'm, I'm dealing with a house, and I'm like, damn, so much to do. And this guy was dealing with empty warehouse. We need, you know, what we need. Don't say risk. We need a warehouse to build our cars in. You you keep talking about this car shop that it's going to happen. Why do why do we have a car shop? People go bring their cars there. No, it's just going to be our cars. The cars that we work on that we take to the track. Chen, if I'm rich enough to buy a space, Mm -hmm. why am I still working on my car? You like cars and you like mine. I don't like cars. Oh, okay. I like three cars. That makes sense. That's the Porsche. That's the G Wagon. You don't want to put new wheels on it? And you already know about my Bentley. You don't want to put the turbo in, in the Porsche? Why do, I, why do I need turbo? I live in the city. If I put it in the track. If I go to the track. I'm not taking my Porsche on the track. Oh. Why would I take my Porsche on the track? It so crashes. Get... If, 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 if I take any car to the track, I'm taking a Subaru. Oh Jesus! <laughs> I'm drifting in that <laughs> drift. The BRZ. That's what I'm doing, man. Hopefully, y'all enjoy this podcast. Shout out to y'all, man. Watch the documentary. I think y'all would laugh at it. I think y'all would enjoy it, and you may get some out of it. We ain't spoiled too much, but I think it still was a good episode, or at least good enough. Peace, blessings. <laughs>